Welcome to Daring Queens. I'm going to jump right into it. I felt like I needed to do an intro before and I literally recorded it probably 30 times. No joke. I deleted every single one of them. I didn't like it. I was just, I was mortified. And it could be because I'm nervous. It could be because it's my first one. And so I decided, you know what? Why not just be real and raw from the beginning? I don't know what I'm doing, but I do know that there are so many women like me. There may even be men like me where they are just so nervous and they're trying to say the right things and look the right way and it's not working out. So for all of you guys that have felt the same way that I have, we're just going to jump right into it. So I recently created a TikTok and I was following Polly Pistol and she has had nothing but amazing things to say. Polly, if you're listening, I hope it's okay that I put your TikTok name out there, but I think that you are bringing light to one of the main issues that needs to be talked about. And obviously not everyone has gone through this, but they've gone through something like this or you know just something similar and it's domestic violence i am a domestic violence survivor and it's hard for me to even say that because at one point in time i was like i'm never going to be that person i'm not going to experience that i'm not going to put myself in that situation i know better And I didn't. I didn't know that the relationship was going to start out like any other relationship of, you know, being kind and being sweet and getting flowers and going on dates. And then it started with the comments of, oh, well, you're not going to work or you don't need to work or, you know, why are you wearing that? Don't wear that. You look like a slut. And it moved on and it progressed to bigger and bigger things. And I kept, I kept making excuses of why it was okay. It was okay because he cared. It was okay because I, I shouldn't have been wearing that. It was okay because I knew better. And in all reality, it was not okay. And I remember the very first time he hit me. It was 4th of July and we were drinking And I had said something to make him mad. And he had pushed me and I had smacked him. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That's why it happened. But it was going to happen regardless of whether I was going to smack him or not. Like, I was defending myself. But I always kind of knew, like, it was going to happen. And so I remember waking up with a busted lip and being mortified. And that's when the story started. Oh, I'm sorry. It's never going to happen again. I love you. I love you so much. Like, it, it, it will never happen again. It wasn't me. I, it was because I was drinking. And then the second time happened. And then the third time happened. And they just kept getting worse and worse. And I kept making excuses of why it was okay. And, you know, I made him mad. And it was me. And in all reality, it is not us. You didn't make that person mad. Nothing that you could have said to that person should ever result to that. 
So fast forward as, you know, we've been dating for a while and it, it, like I wanted to get out, but I was afraid. And it was a lot of like back and forth, like we'd break up and then he'd come back and I'd give him another chance and then we'd break up and and then he'd come back and I'd give him another chance. And it was just, it was just a constant repetition of just like the cycle of taking him back and breaking him, like breaking up with him. And then there were the times where I would try to leave and he'd try to run me over with his car and almost succeeded. Or the, the time that he gave me a black eye and beat me to where I couldn't move. Or the time where he spilt hot noodles on me because I had the, the nerve to tell him I was done. And I look back on all of those experiences and I couldn't tell anybody because the people that I told well, why aren't you leaving then? Why don't you get a restraining order? Why don't you just do this? Um, because it's not that easy. It's not easy to leave your abuser. It's not easy to leave someone that you've learned to love and that you've come to love and just let go. Even though you know you should. And I learned the hard way. I lost my son. I was in a deep depression. I was constantly being abused. And all I kept hearing was, why don't you leave? Why, like, if you're really serious about it and it really bugged you, like, you would leave. And it, it's not true. We're scared. We're confused. We're hurt. We love them. There's so many reasons on why we're not leaving. And so if that was you... You're not wrong for staying in that relationship longer than you should have. You're not wrong for loving that person. You're not wrong for putting up with the abuse. Because, yes, you did love him. And yes, you knew it was wrong. You knew that it shouldn't happen. But you can't help who you love. So fast forward later on, I did get a restraining order. And guess what, guys? It didn't work. He still found out where I lived. He still found out where I worked. It was constant text messages and creating new numbers and creating new Facebooks. And it was just a nightmare. And through this process, I met my husband. Like, I was with my husband at the last end of this. And he... He was... Just like, well, like, why does he know where you live? And how does he know where you live? And he didn't even understand. And I don't think anyone really understands unless you've been through it. So fast forward to now. And I'm looking back on all those times of like, you know, being hit and blaming myself and how it created such a low self-esteem within me. I was constantly putting myself down. I was constantly saying it was my fault. I was constantly saying like if I was pretty enough or if I was in better shape or if I looked like that person or if I like made him feel that way, like it wouldn't happen. And truth of the matter is, is that those were all lies that I was telling myself to make the situation better, to make the whole thing seem 
just some, like, I wanted to make sense of it. Like, I wanted to really understand what was going on. And so I blamed myself because that seemed like the only answer I could give anyone. And that's very, very, very normal. And it's something that I'm learning to get through now. I'm learning to not be so self-toxic. And I know that sounds weird, self-toxic. Like, how can you be toxic to yourself? You know, relationships are toxic and poison is toxic. Like, how is self-toxic? That's That doesn't even make sense. That's not even a real thing. It probably isn't. And I probably made it up. But it's very much true. We are toxic to ourselves. We continue to put ourselves down because we've learned that habit. We continue to say that we're not good enough and we don't look good enough. And if we looked like this and things would be different. And truth of the matter is, is we are perfectly fine the way that we are. Everyone has issues. Everyone has problems. Everyone has something that they're not telling anyone because they feel like no one else would understand. And then we have Facebook and Instagram and there's so many things like, oh, well, that person's life is so put together and oh, she's so pretty. But you're not seeing that she just got out of a toxic relationship. You're not seeing that she was abused. You aren't seeing that she was sexually assaulted last week. You're not seeing that she just lost a baby. You're not seeing any of these things because Facebook isn't made to show you the dark times. Yeah, some people are brave enough to post it, but we all suffer in silence. It's always something that we hide from everyone else because why not? Like, it, there, no one's going to listen to me anyway. And even making this podcast, like, I'm so scared that I'm going to fail. But I'm putting myself out there because I'm taking that step. I'm taking that step to put all of that past trauma behind me and I know it's going to be a process and it's going to be a situation and I'm probably going to do exactly what I said in the trailer is I'm going to laugh and I'm going to cry and I'm going to probably cry laugh and I may laugh so hard that I cry or you know I may laugh so hard that I pee myself because I am a mom and bladder reflexes that seem to not work anymore but just know that you're not alone Know that there are so many people going through something that you're going through and you don't have to hide it from people. I feel like more women need to stick together and help each other than judge each other. So if that's you, stay on this journey with me. Listen to these episodes and heal with me because it's not just you healing. I'm healing while trying to help you heal as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my first podcast. And thank you so much for just taking a chance. Have a good night, you guys. And we'll talk soon.